Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Lord, be seated. Something just humbles you. Hallelujah. Just in case you think you are doing so much. Hallelujah. What's the name of the place again? What's it called? Where is it in Ghana? I don't know where it is. It's in the Kwapim. Oh, it's near Abri. Oh, okay. Is it not? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Hallelujah. Whatever it is, it's not in Accra. <laughs> I've given up a lot. And thank God, Pastor Derek, thank God for godly wise. That was a twi- revelation. <laughs> God for what who take lead in the gospel. Not the one who said that, excuse me. <laughs> Not the one who said that, excuse me. Do I look like a lady for Kunkonuru? <laughs> it's a blessing. Amen. So those of you who are designed to marry pastors, be spiritual. Hallelujah. All right. I think we have, a, we have a memory verse. Let's look at our memory verse. First Corinthians 15, 57. First Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to, but thanks be to God, which gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Read it again. First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. One more time. First Corinthians. Thanks be to God, which gives us the victory. Hallelujah. And the the like the testimony of Ruby shared, that was, a, that was a very powerful testimony. If you're in the health sector, you, you could see the trouble that was coming. Not easy at all. But God vindicated it. May God vindicate you. Amen. Thanks be to God. I said, thanks be to God. Hallelujah. That was a, which give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. So one more time. Now start with the verse. First Corinthians. Amen. 
You see, it begins by but. But means, when you said but, it means that thing could have gone another way. See, I was going to come, but, but, but means negate. So that's a but. It means that the thing could have gone another way, but thanks be to God, which gives us the victory. Hallelujah. Anyway, something was expected to go in a certain way, but but, but thanks be to God. Thanks be to God, which gave us a victory. Amen. So repeat it one more time. First Corinthians 15, 57. First Corinthians 15, 57. Okay, take it up the screen. Go. Fifteen fifty seven. Yeah, I mean, but. But means that something was supposed to go this way. But thanks be to God. Hallelujah. May you receive victory through Jesus Christ. May you receive victory through Jesus Christ. Whatever was meant to be against you, may you be turned around. Through victory, through Jesus Christ. Somebody received that. But thanks be to God. Receive the victory. Receive a turn around. Receive a victory. Receive a turn around. But thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Which gave us the victory. Amen. Yeah. But means that but means that it was supposed to go this way. I was going to come, but it means things have changed. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Anyway, we had a powerful Hamatan Bible seminar. And put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe that um after, this, after the seminar and after this testimony, there's nothing more important to talk about than the work of God. Amen. Do you hear me? Yes. So, I'm going to teach you about, since you're all, um, about sharing the burden. I said sharing the burden. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 and 17. The Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them into, unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee, and I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take the spirit which is upon thee, Moses, I'm going to take the spirit which is upon thee, hallelujah. And I will put it upon them. And they shall enjoy the post with you. And they shall enjoy the post with you. And they shall enjoy the title with you. And they shall what? And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou shalt not bear it not thyself alone. Hallelujah. God said, listen, if you, if you read the account, Moses liberated the people of Israel. God said, I'm going to take them from Egypt unto Israel. And, and at a point, Bible historians tell us they were about 2 million because there were 600,000 foot soldiers. And Obviously, it comes to a point, Moses would wake up in the morning to evening, not rest, very tired, leading the people. 
when you read the preceding verse, Moses was complaining to God, look, I'm tired, kill me. When you read the verses before, Moses was saying, I'm tired. I am simply tired. This work is too much. Hallelujah. Then God said, look, Moses, I am going to bring you, in fact, it was Moses' father-in-law who even recommended to Moses. And you can understand why the father-in-law made that recommendation. Because the daughter was crying at home that my husband doesn't come home. <laughs> I mean, I was wondering why it was Moses' father-in-law who made that suggestion to Moses. That means that his daughter was complaining that my husband doesn't come home. I see him talking to everybody, but when he comes home, he doesn't talk. Which is, which is, which is what happens in ministry. Most, most people, most pastors' family, their wives, their children, say daddy doesn't talk. Because there's a limited amount of time you can talk. You spend all the talking outside. So when you come home, you are tired. It's not easy to be a pastor's wife or a pastor's child. Because when the man comes, the man is tired. Because he has spent all the time talking. Yeah. So Moses, Moses, so it was no surprise. I'm not surprised it was Moses' father-in-law who comes to Moses. Because the daughter was complaining that he comes home very tired. So he said, pick up 70 elders. And God said, I bring them. And God said, and God said, look, Moses, I am going to take the spirit that is upon you. Which is also a very good revelation. I am going to take the spirit that is upon you and put it on them. Not that, not that I'm going to give you, I know, I'm, not that I'm going to give them a different spirit. Because you see, nobody can help you unless they have the same vision like you. Are you hearing me? You can't help anybody. People cannot help when they have the same vision. That is why if you are running a company or a business, make sure that the people have the same vision. Hallelujah. Because sometimes some helps are, some, some helps are more of a distraction. You are better of, you are better of leaving them alone and do it by yourself. Hallelujah. You see, come and help me, Ellen. Come and help me. You see, if, if, if I have a, a, a job to carry this thing here, and this, I've called this young man to come and help me. You understand? This is help. Because he has the vision. My job, my, this was to go here. So he's helping me come here. But if he has his own mind, I want the thing to go here. But he thinks that the thing should go here. So help me. Have you seen the distraction? Then it is better he doesn't come. So that I struggle and I roll the thing little by little. That is why for him to help me, God must take the spirit that is upon me and put it upon him. Brother, you are anointed. Hey. <laughs> Amen. That's what it is. Then he, then, then he will help. Hallelujah. And God said, I am giving you that, that I'm giving you this burden so that they can bear the burden. Bear the burden. Not, not chop the post. Hey. I mean, one lady was seen in town. These are all stories. I don't know how. One lady was seen in town. Not here, somewhere in town. Shopping for hats and wigs and shoes. And the friend said, like, Why are you shopping? So, my husband will be the pastor tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> so, he's want to look good. He's thinking more about, he's not thinking about the work that is coming. She's thinking about how good she will look in front. 
But it's not about post. It's about work. Hallelujah. It's about work. And he said that so that they can share the burden. The burden. The burden. So that they can share the burden with you. Hallelujah. And look. Why, why is leading people a burden? There are two main, re- two, two main uh, reasons. Okay? Which we'll look into. Reason number one why leading people is a burden is that people have problems. People have problems. People have problems. People have burdens. You have a burden. You see, if you are a true shepherd and you care, you will see that people have problems. Yes. People have problems. People have problems. People need somebody to talk to. People need hands to be laid on. People have problems. People have issues. I've been a pastor for a while. Let me tell you so, people, there are problems in the world. There are problems in the world. People have problems. Sometimes when you talk to somebody, you wonder, what human being, how much can one human being bear? So people have problems. And unless you are willing to put your problem down, you cannot help anybody. Hallelujah. No, people have problems. Let's face it. People have problems. People really have issues. Yeah. People have financial problems, marital problems. So, I mean, sometimes, and what I'm even beginning to realize, at first I thought only only grown-ups have problems. But now because the young people also have problems. They have problems. I used to think that the only problem is the old people. But now, as I talk to the young people, I say, hey, at your age, you have all these problems. <laughs> yeah. And if you, you see, if you are a shepherd, a shepherd, you must smell of the sheep. A good shepherd must curse. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd laid down his life for the sheep. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We have problems. If you really care. If you really care, you will see that people have problems. And people need people to talk to. They need help. They need guidance. They need counseling. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that's why it's a burden. People have problems. People have issues. You have problems. Hallelujah. So we are, we are talking about this shepherdorial work. How you can see? So it's not it's not a post, not a position. Hallelujah. That is why, because people have problems, that is why one of the requirements that you need to become a good shepherd is compassion. Compassion. See, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. Some of, some, of, some of us are so compassionate, free, it's not even nice. You let them move you. Nothing moves you. You are so compassion free. Your heart is cold. Nothing moves you. 
very judgmental code. Nothing moves you. You need compassion. He was moved with compassion. He cared. Hallelujah. But some of us are so, nothing moves us. That is why you must pray for compassion. Otherwise, you cannot be a good shepherd because people have, people have problems. He was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion. Hallelujah. Amen. He was moved with compassion. You need a heart. You cannot be that heartless. So heartless. I mean, your wife is crying and you are actually you have not seen. What's wrong with you? You see her crying. At least, 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 why don't you even see her as another Christian sister? If, if the wife aspect is irritating you, see her as another, because if another Christian sister was crying, you would have given her a handkerchief. Christ also died for her. Yeah, compassion. The poor. You see, it's not, you see, it's not everybody out there on the street who did something bad. Some of them, circumstances happen to them. Yeah. Some of them, circumstances happen to them. Hallelujah. It's amazing that, it's amazing that one of the criteria that was used in the judgment, in the, when Jesus was, when Jesus was talking about real judgment, he said that I will separate the sheep from the goats. He said, and he said that, and he began to say that when I was poor, you never gave to me. When I was hungry, you never fed me. When I was in the hospital, you never disputed me. Therefore, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Go into eternal fire. It was amazing. He was using compassion works to judge. It's amazing. It's amazing that he was using works of compassion as a, as a judgment between those who go to heaven and those who go to hell. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You see, that is why, you see, let me you see, that is why sometimes even when you are driving and somebody comes to the window, just give him the money. Ask whether he's going to use it for drugs or not, that's irrelevant. Just give the guy some money. Oh, this guy, when you know, they want to use what drugs. Please. Let's give, let's help a poor person. Hallelujah. Compassion. Yeah. Because people, people have problems. People have problems. Yeah. And as you become more Christ like, more of a shepherd, you begin to feel for people. Yeah. Hallelujah. So he said, that you may bear the burden, that they may bear the burden with you. Hallelujah. Because, because one person alone cannot bear the burden. Hallelujah. That is why we are talking about the year of shepherding. I alone cannot bear the burden. You have to bear the burden with me. 
I say, I alone cannot bear the burden. You have to bear the burden with me. Hallelujah. I'm saying it again. I alone cannot bear the burden. You have to bear the burden with me. Hallelujah. Reverend, you don't know my problems. Listen to me. Who got no problems? Who not got problems? Are you hearing me? It's time you begin to lift up your eyes above your own personal problems. Hallelujah. Like on Friday I said, the Bible said, the Lord turned the captivity of Job around as he prayed for his friends. Some, the problem that you have, you can't solve it yourself. God has to help you. And sometimes God will help you as you care for others. Are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah, you can't solve your problems. God has to solve your problem for you. And God will solve your problem as you care for others. Hallelujah. So we need to share the burden. Hallelujah. So the first reason why people are burden is that people have problems. Amen. Another reason why, another reason is that, so the first is that people have burdens. Another, another reason is that people are burdens. <laughs> Not that people have problems, so people are problems. There's people have problems and people is problems. <laughs> Why people are burdened? Not that people have burdens. Hallelujah. And why are people burdens or are people or what is people burdens? I don't know. Maybe that's good English. You understand what I'm saying? But you see, it's the second reason why. In fact, even the first reason, after the first reason. A little compassion, people will do something. But it's the second reason. People is bad. That's why people don't want to help. Most, look, most people, when you talk, they say, look, I'd rather do with my dog. My computer. But human beings, no, 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 no. Yeah. They say, I'd rather do with my computer. Or deal with my dog. But not another human being. And why? Why, why, why so? Reason why people is bad. Okay, Second Timothy chapter three, verse one and two. Second Timothy chapter three, verse one and two. This know also, this know also, that in the last days perilous or dangerous times shall come. Just know, and we are in the last days. In the last days, dangerous and perilous times shall come. Know this also. For men shall be lovers of their own self. Aren't you seeing it? Aren't you seeing it? Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. Can't you see? Unthankful. And unholy. Hallelujah. So one of the things that we are seeing is that people are unthankful. I'm giving you why people is a burden. Because human beings is unthankful. Unthankful. Forgetful and unthankful. That's how people are. 
and the reason why none of us want to share the burden or to help is because they will not say thank you. But if you give a dog a, dog a bone, the dog will wag his tail and say thank you. So people rather will give it to a dog. Because when you come, when you give it to a dog, when you get out from the car, the dog, you, the, the dog will jump on your lap. Or run to you. The dog will show more appreciation. But people are unthankful. Unthankful. And forgetful. Unthankful. You, I mean, how many here have experienced somebody who was not thankful? I'm asking you, have you seen who was not thankful? Somebody you have that was unthankful? Yes. Huh? Lift up, show, me, show me your hand. Yes. Yeah. Uncountable. Unthankful. Hallelujah. Ungrateful. Forgetful. The, I mean, you, you get amazed why the person has suddenly forget all the good that you did by one mistake. By one mistake. Just one mistake. Something that you said that it was wrong. Yes, it was wrong. But you said, ah, so everything I've done for you doesn't count anymore. Everything you did it becomes zero. Just because of one mistake. Unthankful. They forget. They forget how you visited them. How you paid their rent. How you had, I mean, Advise them. So, 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 sometimes, sometimes they forget that how they came from the village. The hair on their hair. <laughs> One person was complaining to me some time ago. He said, Reverend, my, I, 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 I said, Reverend, I know you are preaching about forgiveness, but I struggle with this one. I said, well, I said, this girl, I picked her from the village. She didn't even know how to use a microwave. I thought all that. Today, come and see her. <laughs> you have forgotten. Yeah. Unthankful. One mistake. One mistake. And the person has forgotten all that you did. Yeah. So, the, so, so that's why people that, it is for that reason why people don't want to lead or people don't want to help. You see, but I'm showing you the Bible, Jesus said that the reason, Jesus said in the book of John, the reason why you must care for people or the children of God the reason why you must be a shepherd or you must, you must feed people is the love for Jesus not gratitude from the people. Hallelujah. For he said, if you love me, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love, so the reason for that you are feeding the sheep is the love for Jesus. Not that you are expecting thank you. Because if you are expecting thank you, you will be disappointed. If you are going to use thank you as the basis, oh, then you won't do it. People are unthankful. People are unthankful. If you are going to use thank you as the basis, or gratitude. That is why nowadays when I hear people say, oh, nowadays, these pastors who have come, they only want money, I laugh. 
I just laugh. Oh, they are doing the church so that they can make money. They want to be rich. All this church is for money, money. I laugh. I say, you have not met a real pastor. You have not met a real shepherd. For money? If anything at all, if anything, let me say for myself, if not, in this church, I have rather given people money in this church. Me and my wife, we have rather given, I pay people school fees in the church. If you have my birthday, what did you give me? You think about it. You think about it. Even on my birthday, which one say, what did you give? <laughs> I rather have given people money, paid fees, car insurance, rent. I've done over people. And I'm sure you have done the same many times. You have given to people. Haven't you done it? And I'm sure. Have you done it also? Even Pastor Derek has given to people before. Mm, even me. <laughs> So, 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 what I hear, I say, you have not met a shepherd. No, no, not at all. It's not done because of you are expecting. I'm telling you why. I'm telling you how to become a good shepherd. Don't do it and expect thank you. Do it because you love God. See, one, 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 of the, one of the sisters who touched me was Nakai. And I'll tell you why. Around the Christmas time, I remember, somebody invaded their house and stole their things and their children's things. And, they only for, and then I said, I was, so her children did not have clothes. Then on the following day on Sunday was Christmas time. She comes dressing other people's children. She did and gave other people a present in spite of her has been boggled. So, if you, what I'm saying is that you could see that the person has put her problems down to take care of other people. That's a shepherd. That's a shepherd. That's a shepherd. All her children's clothes were stolen, but she came dressing other people's kids. That's a shepherd. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, so, I'm talking about sharing the burden. So, if you think that it is so that people will say thank you, then you won't do it. Do it because you love God. And do it because God will reward you. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why when I hear those things, I say, oh, this pastor is the one money. Hey! There's a, there's a faster way for me to earn money. If I give you my hourly rate, the time I'm spending, I have to spend somewhere else. You know how much my hour they will pay me? Faster and easier. Less controversial. <laughs> Less controversial. But that's not what you must do because you love God. And I thank God for the love of God. May you also be a good shepherd. Look, because at the end of the day, look, at the end of the day, let me tell you something. In spite of all the of us who I could have made money, let me tell you something. At the end of the day, there's a certain blessing only God can give you. That one is a fact. Only God can give you a certain blessing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Only God. A 
a certain blessing must come from above. Hallelujah. Money cannot give you nothing. God. Hallelujah. So that's the reason why people are unthankful. People are unthankful. That's why nobody wants to lead. Number two. Why people is a burden? People are a burden because they will betray you. Betrayer. Psalm 41 verse 9. Psalm 49 verse 1. Yes. My own familiar friend in whom I trusted which did eat of my bread had lifted up his heel against me. People can betray you. It's, and look, people can betray you. And when it comes to betrayer, it is only the one who is close. No, you People from afar cannot betray you. You can only betray from inside. I say you can only be betrayed from inside. Betrayal only comes from inside. A, a stranger cannot betray you. And betrayal simply means that somebody who has personal information about you, you've seen it against you. That is why it must come from someone who is close. Personal information. Personal information about you. Using, that, is why, that is why it was Judas who knew Jesus Christ. I, I knew where he prays. And that guy knew where he prays. This is where he prays. So I'm taking you there. And I'll show you. The Romans said they don't know where he prayed. And people can betray you. People can betray you. You pour out your heart. You went, sometimes, you see, sometimes what is it be painful that like you bend the rules to help somebody and the person will use it against you? You bend the rules. Now you are not supposed to bend. Just to help the person. Only for the person to use it against you. Betrayal. Yeah, betrayal. Yeah, you cover the person up. The person will land you in. <laughs> I say you cover the person up. The person will land you in. Betrayal. People can betray. Yeah. That is so easy. I'm sure the reasons why people are abandoned. That's why when people think so, look, I don't want all this trouble. Charlie, stay up, stay up somewhere. Let me stay my somewhere. But you see, that's not the love of God. In spite of, you see, I'm trying to teach us, you see, don't use one bad example. Okay? Don't use one about to, to, to make a lifelong decision. The fact that somebody betrayed you, somebody who's ungrateful, does not mean that everybody is like that. Sisters, the fact that you met a bad boy. <laughs> I'm preaching. The fact that you met a bad boy who lied to you, who used you, who abused you, does not mean that all men are devils. All men are not devils. <laughs> now you have, you have developed a philosophy. All men are dogs. Where, where, where do you get it from? 
They are good men. They are good men. They are good men. Now you have this, this thing. Yeah, you have this thing. You have developed a philosophy. All men are dogs. All men are like this. And you are even preaching it. But tell the other, be careful. Men, be careful of men. No. The fact that you had a bad experience does not mean so. Yeah. Yes, you were betrayed. Don't, see, don't use one example. Don't use one betrayer to make a, a policy statement. Don't use one betrayer to make a policy statement. You, you encountered a bad person. Yes, he was good. He didn't treat you well. But it does not mean that now you have a, a, a state general. All men are this. All men are like this. Men are like this. Men are like this. No. They are good men. They are good men. So men can give you lunch that is free. Free lunch exists. I said free lunch exists. Tell your sister by you that free lunch still exists. <laughs> I'm take off my jacket. I said free lunch still exists. <laughs> No, free lunch is this. There are, there are some men who can go and genuinely love you and care for you without any ulterior motive. With no strings attached. I said, tell a sister nearby that free lunch still exists. <laughs> tell her. Tell her. <laughs> I like tea. Free lunch still exists. Exist. So don't use what, what, what do you understand? Don't use one mistake. Judas betrayed Christ. Peter also left Christ. But this said did not want everybody together. He still called Peter after Peter denied him. Let me tell you something. The fact that you, a, a bad thing has happened does not mean you should judge everybody the same thing. And what is even worse? What is even worse is making other people reap where they have no soul. Making other people reap where they have no soul. And I'll explain to you. There was, was a sister too who had a very bad experience. So after he had a bad experience, he met another man who was interested in her. Who was trying to love. The brother could not understand that every time he shows love, it's met with suspicion and acrimony. Acrimony and suspicion. So one day he asked the sister that why? And the sister told her, look, my in my former relationship, this is what I went through. So then the brother told her, look, you are making me reap where I have no soul. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are making me reap where I have no soul. That was him, that wasn't me. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes it's amazing. And I told a church member, I told a church member in Manhattan some time ago. He said, oh, man, uh, you know, I, 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 in my previous church, I had a bad experience. I said, you may have had a bad experience in your previous church. What about the pastor? That was not me. So don't let me reap where I have no soul. 
bad experience. They were just this kind of they were just taking the money. I can't trust them. Even they, they were sleeping with the woman. I said, have, have I since you came here, have I taken your money? <laughs> have I asked you for money? Ask all the questions. Have I even touched anybody's breast before? <laughs> I'm preaching. That's all I am. So why are you making me reap where I have not sown? Preaching. Hey, I ask them. I all the questions. Has Reverend touched your breast before? I've laid hands on them, but I've not touched your breast before. Exactly. So, so, do, so, so, don't make me reap where I have not sown. Hallelujah. Are that people are batting uh, members? Have I come your head before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching. I said, have I even combed your hair before? <laughs> you know, be careful. Don't use one betrayer. This, Peter betrayed Jesus, but he didn't Judas, but he did not just blanket all the disciples. Amen. Betrayer is part of life. Expect look, let me tell you something. As you rise up, expect to be betrayed. Jesus said that a servant is not above his master. If they betrayed Christ, expect that one is going to betray you. But that should not become that should not affect you. Yes. That's right. No. You must you must keep on loving. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on loving. Keep on loving. Don't use one betrayal statement. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing how we can how how we can make a doctrine out of one thing. How are you making a doctrine out of one, one thing? What about all the all, what about all the good people around? Mind you, look, there were twelve disciples, only one was bad. That is why even a, a pastor, it is some way to set the church members some way. I mean a pastor, I don't know. There may be one or two bad people in the church, but the majority of people are good. Majority of the people in the church are good. So it's a mistake for a pastor to say that church people are bad. No. I mean, one or two may slip around, but majority are holy. Wait. 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 <laughs> so don't, don't. Hallelujah. Don't, don't. Betray is just part of life. One day somebody will betray you. Somebody will betray you. But don't use that as a policy. Now you have your own verses. One's between twice shy. What verse is that? <laughs> and, 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 I'll, and, and, and I'll tell you what and I'll tell you what you must learn to leave bad experiences behind and move on is somebody hearing me you must learn to leave bad experiences behind and move on We, and, 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 and the moving on and the moving on involves trusting again. Amen. I 
say, and then moving on involving trusting again. I said the moving on involves what? Trusting again. Amen. Don't, don't stop trusting. That's why it's unfortunate. The blessing will still come through trusting. So you have to trust again. The blessing will come through trusting. So in spite of your bad experience, you have to come back and trust again. That's what it is. You have to trust again. You still have to trust again. Because the breakthrough will come by trusting again. So don't use the past experience to form a policy statement from today. I mean, somebody said, look, Reverend, go on and do so. Now we marry with our head, not our hearts. Now they're telling <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Real love is from the heart. Any marriage that is from the head, I suspect it. You must love again. You must love again. You must give yourself holy again, in spite of your bad experience, because the breakthrough you must trust again. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can, you, you can be a good shepherd. You pour out your heart to somebody. The person will betray you, but you must trust again. You can't say that because, because of one bad experience you know, from today, me. Yes, now you have, all, you, 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 you have your own verses. One's beaten, twice shy. Fear woman and live long. What would Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? What fear, fear a human being and forget about the ghost. You know things like <laughs> funny, funny. But now you must you must trust. I say you must trust again. I say you must trust again. You must still trust again. I once told a certain sister who's like a daughter to me. You see, I made a recommendation to her and it was a mistake. Don't worry. Then after I said, after we talked, I said, what do you should say? I said, I still trust you. I said, yes. Even though my first one was a mistake, you must still trust me again. Don't say that from today. I won't take anything from you again. Wait. That's right. And she was like, she listen. And the second one, it worked beautifully. Yes. The second one, it worked like magic. Amen. You must trust. You see, you must trust that this person is a father. He has your interest at heart. So even if it doesn't work, it was out of a good intention. That's right. The intention was good. Hallelujah. All right, let's continue. Why people are people is a burden. Number three, people are a burden because they are equalizers, disrespectful, and impudent. Good. What does it say? 
Numbers chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman. Because of that Ethiopian woman, they spoke against Moses. And I like the way the Bible says it. And the Bible said, For he had married an Ethiopian woman. It was true. <laughs> it was true. <laughs> Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman. And, 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 and the Bible said, For he had married an Ethiopian woman. So what Miriam and Aaron said was not a lie. Because God has stated in his laws that thou shalt not marry from you should not marry from outside the tribe of Israel. So you Moses, why did you marry that Ethiopian woman? It's there. And semi colon for he had. So it was a fact. It was a fact. It was a fact. It was a fact. It was obvious. But let's see God's response. For, and they said, Had the Lord spoken only by Moses, has he, had he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now, the man Moses was, you see, this is into bracket. Yes, he has married an utopian woman, but you don't know his heart. you can point to the fact that he is this. Oh! The pastor is divorced. Yes, but you don't know his heart. Let's listen to bracket. Now the man Moses was very meek. Above all the men which you upon the face of the So, yes, you are pointing at his mistake, but you don't know his personal relationship with God. Be careful. Be careful. And the Lord suddenly spoke unto Moses and Aaron. Come out. The truth of you come out. Come out. Come out. I will show you. So what I'm telling you, people are equalizers. You see, people are equalizers. People are and disrespectful. You see, that is why people don't want to become pastors or shepherds. Because people, one day people will criticize them and be respectful. But let me tell you something. There comes a point you must know that this is a man of God. Leave me alone. Do not he makes a mistake, which is a fact. Moses, Muslim, it was a fact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. Go prove to Miriam and Aaron that look, excuse me. Yes, he made a mistake, but it's not your duty to judge him. Hallelujah. People are ecologists. People are disrespectful. Yeah. No, leave the person alone. He's a servant of God. Let God deal with his servants. Hallelujah. It was a fact. It was a fact. What Moses did was a fact that was wrong. And they were complaining. But God said, no, hello. There's something about Moses that you don't know. And, and Miriam became leprous. Miriam became leprous, which was an incurable disease. And Moses had to pray for him. The same person you are criticizing. 
which makes you know the difference that we are not the same. Hallelujah. Amen. So try, see, see, what I'm trying to say, learn to have some respect and honor for those who work for God. Amen. 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 One lady who had lived with a pastor before. One lady who had lived with a pastor before. He was seven, he was working as, living with the pastor and the, and the wife. Then she eventually left and got married. And then when she got married, she had a problem with her husband. Then the husband said, oh, let's go to bishop. So that, for counseling. Do you know what the, the lady said? Says who? I was living with them. They all have the same problems. <laughs> You say, oh, I was living them. They have the same problems. You see, the fact that they have the same problem does not mean that they cannot cancel you. Don't equalize them. They're still an anointing. And the guy said, oh, please. Yeah, but be careful. Hallelujah. People are equalizers. Disrespectful. But let me tell you something. The high priest is chosen from among men. Amen. Amen. So it means the high priest also has faults. The high priest is not an angel. He's a human being. Okay? From chosen among men. The father, the person is a priest. Like this man, the father is a pastor. That means he doesn't doesn't have feelings. He got feelings. (laughs) His feelings is no different from this guy's feeling. In the same feeling. (laughs) Sit down. Cross on his neck. <laughs> In spite of the cross. You see, this guy doesn't have a cross. But I'm telling you, the same feelings are the same. Even he's a small. <laughs> so don't 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 you know what I'm saying? Don't be judgmental. Hallelujah. And don't equalize people. Do not. There's something so called the anointing. When he, had the, when he became white as a leper, it was still Moses who prayed for her. See, don't judge me. You have to be careful. Especially when you're dealing with me, you have to be very careful. Don't. Don't be very careful. Because there's still something called the anointing and the grace of God. Hallelujah. And another reason why people, people are a burden. Another reason why we are a burden. <laughs> and a, a, another reason why we are, we are a burden is that <laughs> look, is that people don't change. <laughs> people what? Yes. Yes. I know things. People don't change. People don't change at all. Because people don't, because they don't understand, they don't respond. Matthew 13, 19. When anyone hears the word of, of the kingdom and understands it not, people don't change. 
Let's, let's, I'm, I'm sure why people are difficult to lead. You can also call it why it's difficult to lead people. Because people don't change. People do not change. Hallelujah. So if you are expecting people to change overnight, then you cannot lead people. If you are expecting people to change overnight, look, after you've been a pastor for a while, you stop being choleric and become phlegmatic because you can preach. Ah, say. <laughs> people don't change overnight. That is, that, see, that, is, that is why maybe one of the bad temperaments for a, to be a pastor is a choleric. You can't push people to change. People don't change. I've been a pastor for a while. People don't change. So you must give people time. Even you, how long did it take you to change? People don't change. That is why you have to give people time. You have to know that it takes time. You have to be patient with people. Don't think that the fact that they came and you prayed and you give them deliverance, they have changed. No, they will come back the same problem. <laughs> people don't change. It takes time. So you must have an understanding heart and give people time. So that is why when I hear people say, oh, Reverend, I'm tired of that person. You are tired. If I was tired of you, would I be here? <laughs> <laughs> so I hear some of the shepherds, but sometimes they say, Lord, Reverend, I'm tired. If I was tired of you. That's one lady pastor, one of my lady pastors, favorite lady pastors. When she joined the church in New York, her skirt was like a belt. Why? <laughs> Why? A belt. I mean, the whole length of the skirt was like a belt. Was like a belt. And to make it worse, she always liked to wear high heel shoes. <laughs> and she had a way of arriving church when the service is in progress. She wanted to join the choir. <laughs> and she joined the choir. And the choir mistress was so angry. I said, please. Have patience. On this ship. So, over a period of time, the belt became <laughs> a handkerchief. They became shorts. And now, now she's a full lady pastor preaching. Give her time. I said, 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 give her time. That's it. I can't wake a magic wand and people will change like that. Too. People don't change overnight. So when you are a father or a shepherd, you have a loving heart. Hallelujah. It was in this church, this Newark church. Here, this church, because I, I, I was starting this church, right in this church. This one. This one. Okay. This, no, no, any other branch, this particular branch. That I told her, sister, you, when you go, he was fornicating. He, he was having a problem with fornication. I said, look, it doesn't matter. When you finish, come back. He said, Reverend, eh? I said, eh? When you finish, come back. Yeah. She's not here, so don't start looking at the person. <laughs> Some of you have used to calculate who is that person, who that person may be. Don't look around. If it's around, it's not your business. 
I told the person, when you finish, come back. People don't change. So it takes time. Because you see, the Bible says that when the spirit of truth comes, he himself, he will convict men of sin, of judgment, of righteousness. So it's the Holy Spirit the one who changes people. That is why, even though we counsel, this morning, this morning my wife was telling me, we were just driving, we were just sharing revelation. He said, Look, sometimes we waste too much time on marriage counseling because at the end of the day, what changes people is the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So at the point, you just have to allow people to be with them. Just pray for them. One day they will change. And it's one day they will change. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will touch you. So don't write off people. Stop saying that I am tired. You are tired of what? If we were tired of you, will you be here? No. I say, if we were tired of you, will you be here? No. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, and as you mature, as you mature, uh, uh, or as you get more of a heart of a shepherd, and let some of these young people stand up so that they knew you, you are... You, you are boring our chest. Save. So stand up so that them. <laughs> are you okay? Good. You see, as you become more mature, good shepherd, sometimes it may even look like you are endorsing sin. Please, hello, 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 hello. I said, listen to me. It may look like you are endorsing sin. Yeah. As you mature more and become more, more loving, it may even come across that you are endorsing. You are not endorsing sin. Nah. Now, you are giving people room so that the Holy Spirit will work on them. So that one day, by the grace of God, that's why the woman, Jesus said, anybody who has not sinned, let him be the first to throw the, cast the stone. That's all. Not that he agreed with what the woman did, but he's trying to tell you that just, just be cool. And many people have changed as you give them time. Many have changed. All of us have changed. I mean, some, some of you, when you married first, your house was like a boxing ring. Hey, Every day was Azuma Nelson. <laughs> Every day. Beatings, but now you have changed. Now you have changed. You don't remember the last time you even used a bad word. You don't slap anymore. Instead of, now you kiss, instead of slapping it. <laughs> Look, I've seen marriages that were, were, were rough. One brother, he was very, very rough. They started the whole marriage on a very rocky ground. Hey, every day fight. Because the, the brother was short-tempered and the sister had a smart mouth. Wow. Short-tempered man and a smart mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Smart mouth. Hey, fight all the time. Smart mouth. Yeah, and the brother was short-tempered. But now, over a period of time. Over a period of time, it is working. See, that is actually that's, that's actually one of the deceptions of divorce. You see, if you can go over the bump, you find that you can, it will actually last. 
Yeah. If only you can endure the bump. It's a hurdle. I'm telling you. you, As you marry, so you get to a hurdle, a rough, but if you can, withstand the bump and the hurdle, you find actually there's light at the end of the tunnel. If only you can endure. Because as for the hurdle, it will come. As for the bumps, it will come. As for the rough zones, it will come. But if only you can endure. The turbulence will come. The turbulence, but if only you can ride the turbulence, you find that the flight will be smooth again. Yeah. So when I see couples quarrel, I tell them, look, I tell them, look, Charlie, time out, chill. I, I, I believe in time out. I say, chill, brother, chill. Time out, if only. Yeah. Because I've seen the one now. So people don't change immediately. Hallelujah. All of us don't change. Nobody change immediately. It takes time. So, don't, so, so stop saying that I'm tired of you. I'm tired of her. I'm so tired of her. I can't talk to her anymore. I can't deal with her anymore. She's still doing the same bad stuff. I'm tired of her. Look, don't be tired of her. Keep talking. Keep praying. One day she will change. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So this year, I'm encouraging you to be a shepherd. Be a shepherd. You can, you can teach somebody. You can love somebody. You can help somebody. Yes, people are a problem. People are a problem, we know. Just as you are a problem. Aren't you a problem? <laughs> You're a problem. You are a problem. But still, you are here by the grace of God. Amen. So let's have a compassionate heart. Let us care. Let us love. You see, the verse that we had today, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, if you go to the one before, it says that, 56, actually, no, go to 58, then the one after. Therefore, Therefore, uh, okay, the, the one said that the, our memory was that, but thanks be to God. But because of this, who give us the victory? And because of that, therefore means because of this. Okay, therefore, my beloved brethren, be you what? Steadfast. Number two, what? And number two, what? So why are you shocked by people's behavior? No, 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 no. I, I, will, I, will, I, will never be, I will never be a shepherd for this person again. I'm, why, why are you moved? Unmovable. All, what? Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding, right? Always what? Always what? You see, once, you see when you hear the word unmovable, it means there's a tendency to move you. So you must study yourself. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor, the work you are doing, the labor is not in vain in the Lord. In the Lord. What you are doing is not in vain. So because of that, be steadfast. Don't let circumstances shift you. 
Don't let people's behavior shift you. Don't let betrayer, betrayer, betrayer shift you. Don't let uh, ungratefulness, unthankful. The fact that you had one person and he was so unthankful, that's not mean you should stop helping. Pay another rent again. Somebody's friend and the person was rude. Pay again. For you know that your labor, because in the long run, it will not be in vain. Because God is righteous. I said, God is faithful. As you become steadfast, unmovable. You see, the word is like a ship. You see, it came from the, a ship, a ship on the sea. You see, you need some uh, anchors to keep you straight. It means that. There are things that are fed. There are things as you serve God or as you work for God. There are things that will try and take you off course. So you have to be steadfast, unmovable, knowing that, look, I am doing this thing for the Lord. My labor is for the Lord. So I will not let human behavior, human reaction, human responses affect me. Because human behavior, human responses, and human actions can affect you. Yeah. Yeah, human behavior. One pastor, Bishop Sackler, one, one pastor has been so much hurt. Bishop, he visited him in the office and he gave the guy a chair. And when he gave the guy a chair, the chair was like this. The back of the chair was facing the door. You know, because his, his table was here. When the guy started, he jumped. So he was surprised. Why are you jumping? He said, look, he has been betrayed so much that he can't, he's afraid to sit with his back facing the door. He doesn't know who's coming through the door. <laughs> So from as for him, he must always sit looking at the door. <laughs> That's how bad he has been betrayed. So he cannot sit down with his back against the door. Let me tell you something. Whether your back is against the door or your side is against the door. <laughs> if trouble is coming. So be steadfast. Unmovable. Amen. Yes, people betray you. People will be unthankful. People will equalize you. People will disrespect you. But let me tell you, your labor in the Lord is not in vain. It's not in vain. By all means, somebody will say thank you. And that thank you will mean a lot to the Lord. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Rise again like a shepherd, he leads us, like a father, he feeds us. Oh, yeah, he is the great I am, like a shepherd, he leads us. Like a father, he feeds us from the morning till the evening, till the sun rise again. Like a shepherd, he leads us. Like a father, he feeds us. Oh, yeah, he is a great I am. Would I have every head bowed and every eye closed?
You want to, you are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to be a Christian. You are the reason why God came to die on the cross. You are not born again. You are not saved. The Bible says that what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? If you are not born again, you are not saved. Please lift up your hand and I pray for you. I'm talking about eternity. You may have heard me preach. Your heart has been touched. But you are not sure about eternity. Please lift up your hand and I pray for you. You need the Lord. That's why God sent his son. That's why God sent his son. Don't joke with salvation. Don't joke with salvation. What shall it profit a man if he gains the world and loses his soul? Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Don't joke with salvation. No movement, please. It's very important. Father, we thank you for salvation. Let nobody here live here without knowing you. In Jesus' name. Still praying. I want to pray for you, seriously. I'm talking about the heart of a shepherd. The heart of a shepherd. The heart of a shepherd. To work for God. To become a shepherd. Whatever it takes. Listen. You are here. You see, you are here, you are not a shepherd. But you, you feel a burden and a desire to work for God. Once you are 16 years and above, and you have that burden and that desire to work for God. If that's you heard me preach, that Lord, I want to work for you. I want to spend, no matter what I do in my life, I want to spend some time working for you. I'm a lawyer, a doctor, a pharmacist, an engineer, student, but Lord, I want to be a shepherd. I want to care. I want to work for you. I want to labor in your vineyard. I want to do more for you. If you are like that, and you have that conviction, once you are 16 years and above, please come and I'll pray for you. Come forward, I'll pray for you. Like your father feeds us from the morning yes, Lord. to the evening to the sun again. Like a shepherd, he leads us. I'm serious. Like a father, he feeds us. I want to work for you, God. Oh, yeah. I want to do something in your house. He is the great I am. Like a shepherd, he leads us. Like a father, he feeds us. From the morning, God is calling you. God is calling you. God is calling you. I want to live for you, God. Like a shepherd, he leads us. Like a father, he feeds us. Don't let your past or your mistakes become a hindrance. That is not righteous. God is calling you to serve Him, to work for Him. From today, you want to, you want to labor in God's house. Thank you. I'm waiting. More. Sing for me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like a shepherd. Anybody else? Before I pray. Before I pray. Before I pray. Before I pray. From the morning to the evening. Till the sun rise again 
like a shepherd, he leads us, like a father, I go down on my knees and I pray for this ones. Jesus said, no one can come to me except the father draws him. I believe that you have drawn them. You have put a call in their heart. You are the one who has called them to your vineyard. Father, as they have come, may the grace, the anointings, the skills and the equipment needed for your work may be given to them. May they not lack the grace to work for you. The anointing to work for you. Father, I pray. Thank you that their mistakes will not count against them. Their past will not be a hindrance. But Lord, may they benefit from those who work in your vineyard. Lord, as they have come, seeking you, may they find you. As they have come seeking you, may they find you. And Father, use them. Use them to reach the lost. Use them to reach the broken hearted. Use them to reach the weak. Use them to reach those who are fainting. Use them to reach those who are falling by the wayside. Lord, Lord, use them. them, If you can use anything, Lord, use them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Please go back after church. I have a meeting with you. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.